0: What's going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the three game NBA main slate on Tuesday. If you're a first time viewer, welcome to my channel. Make content for DraftKings, for NBA Top Shot, and for prize picks. If you are looking for more in depth content for DFS, I do offer that in patreon.com, NBA package. A usfl package and a gold package that includes esports as well so more info for that is linked down below we've been on a really really nice stretch here for nba and it continued again tonight but i do have one thing to tilt about and you're, you'll probably be confused but yeah we'll, we'll get to that um and the sponsor of today's video guys is prize picks if you are a first time user you can use my code dkdfs for a 100 match up to 100 we've been doing very very well over there in prize books as well i van fleet don't get me started with that took us over 20 and a half points i wanted to take the over on his fancy points last night but they didn't have it up so i took us over 20 and a half real life points he has 15 in the first quarter i'm like all right this is easy brunson i took his over pra he basically hit that at halftime so i'm like oh it's easy to be um you know two for two van fleet shoots like oh of 15 in the second half misses two buckets at the end and finishes with 20 points but, like I said, we've been doing uh, pretty, pretty well for prize picks. And I'll have a video up after this as well, um, talking about some some prize picks that I like. So, again, if you're a first-time user, make sure to use my code for that uh, discount. All right, so let's get into the video. Uh, let's take a look back. mine up here from tonight. So, um, I'm right now in 300th place in the big tournament. The reason I'm so tilted, I forgot to enter my normal contest. So, I just have the big tournament. Three straight really good days in a row for me, but I didn't play my normal amount. If I played my normal amount, I feel like I would probably be close to taking down or, you know, right up there. So yeah, always remember to enter your contest. That's a rookie mistake on my part. I realized it with like two minutes to go that I didn't enter my normal stuff. And then there was just like nothing on the board. I was like, God, so pissed. And of course, you know, it feels like whatever that happens, whenever you, you play light or accidentally play light, your lineup absolutely goes off. Uh, So let's go over my lineup. Um, I stuck with the Toronto guys. The reason being was, I mean, don't get me started with Nick Nurse. Do not get me started there. Don't. But um, Scotty Barnes was out. And that was a huge part of their offense. Um, So I stuck with the Toronto guys. Van Fleet shot 6 of 50 from the field. Uh, OG Anubi had a great game. Boucher played really well. I, I knew that ownership would drop. It did. I stuck with him. And then Shua was pretty popular. He was fine, but didn't close out. The reason, you know, we talked about it, it was the minutes were just not as secure for those bigs, but then we get Gary Trent ends up playing and like plays like five minutes and then leaves the game and doesn't come back. Uh, but you guys knew I was extremely high on the two Dallas guards, Brunson and Dinwiddie. I played them both. Dinwiddie had a subpar game. I mean, solid, nothing crazy, but Brunson, obviously you needed him to, to make the big money tonight. Also one guy they did not play that I'm extremely tilted about, but, you know, talked about liking him a lot. And I talked about this on Patreon. People asked me who's my favorite sub 4k value. I told him it was Maxi Kleba. I didn't play him myself. Again, I played him last slate. Just wanted to say I'm very, very happy for Maxi Kleba, for him absolutely smashing, hitting eight threes. Not tilted one bit. You couldn't have done that for me last slate, could you, Kleba? But, no, I'm happy for all of you guys that played him. Um, again, I did like him a lot. It just didn't fit the, the build that I was going with here. Um, and then Bojan and Mitchell, they were both just fine. McDonavish, I was so tilted that first half. He had, like, three fancy points for the majority of the first half. I ended up finishing with a solid game. Mitchell was, solid. I'm surprised he didn't get the fire emoji going for 45 at eight three. I guess he was just, just under, but, um, yeah, that's it for the look back guys. Hope you had a good night. Um, again, it was a really good night for me. Just didn't enter my normal stuff. So, um, I'm probably going to look back to see, you know, what was, the uh, you know, what were the standings in the like a hundred dollars single entry tournament? I'll do that like after, but, um, yeah, let's talk about the three game slate. So start off with Atlanta, Miami, once again, not a big fan of anyone here in Atlanta. Tough, tough matchup. I will say, I do think Trey Young bounces back here at nine three. Shot one of twelve last game. Who cares, right? Short term memory. Now I know, right? Atlanta or Miami is a really, really good defensive team, but I think Trey's in a nice bounce back spot, and his price did drop. Now the mid range guy is a little bit tougher to get to because John Collins is playing. So Collins at five one. We'll see if he comes off the bench or starts. If John Collins starts, I like him quite a bit. If he comes off if it comes to the bench and plays mid-20s minutes, is kind of just there. But with Co- Collins' presence, it really just kind of affects Gallinari and Herder and Hunter. Um, all these guys are just, like, secondary options for me. I don't think they're out of play. Like, they, they still should play decent minutes, but um, they definitely take a little bit of usage hit with Collins out there. And then Okongwu at 5K. Uh, we did not see Gorgie Jane until garbage time, but still, we saw a lot of, uh, basically, John Collins at the 5. So, only 21 minutes there for Okongwu. Um, I would rather, I mean... Okongu and Collins are at the same price. Just give me John Collins all day there. And I just hope that Collins plays more, right? So I'm um, not a big fan of Okongu at that price point. And like I said, a Gallinari, Herter, Hunter, all fine options. DeLon Wright probably plays, you know, close to 20 minutes on the bench. He's a fair value play at that price. But that's it for Atlanta. Moving on to Miami. So they have Bam listed as questionable as well as like half the team. I mean, Miami has done this all year. Just stop listing everyone as questionable. Just stop it, right? It's just annoying. I think everyone plays here. Um, so with Miami, once again, I think Jimmy and Bam are pretty safe plays as long as the game stays competitive. You should see like 38 minutes from both. Um, again, Bam, if for some reason Bam doesn't play, obviously you look to Dwayne Denman, who would be an amazing value. And then Yurt seven, Yurt Goat seven to play the backup five and he would look like a decent value as well. So if Bam and Abayo for some reason doesn't play, those two really, really stand out. But back to the other options here, Tyler Heros at 6'6", I think he's a fair play. Um, you know, obviously he has the ceiling. He's had a good year this year. I think Kyle Lowry's a little bit safer. Um, Lowry, you know, was on pace for a huge game last game. I played him, didn't play the fourth quarter, but I think Lowry plays like mid thirties minutes of the game. Says competitive, he just feels too cheap still at six point three k. Don't play Oladipo. He got a DNP. Robinson and Struss will kind of split the shooting guard role. Um, Robinson had a really big game off the bench. I mean, again, he can have a ceiling, but he has to hit his shots. I think I feel a little bit more confident with Struss's minutes, but they're pretty similar. P.J. Tucker is a value play you're never going to feel good about, but he's probably going to play like 28 or so minutes and get you like 15 faints once, most likely. So he's playable. I'll mention Dwayne Deadman, Even if Bam plays, I think he's a viable value play. He should play like 12 to 15 minutes on the bench and it'll be productive when he's on the court. So I do have some interest there in Dedman. Gabe Vincent was in the rotation as well. I uh, didn't play a decent minutes there. So I think he's, you know, a viable value at that price point all right, Minnesota and Memphis. So Minnesota side, um, big three all in play earth, Cat Edwards and D'Lo. You did see Carlton Towns play huge minutes. He played 43 minutes. So if we're going to get those type of minutes again from Cat, I think he is underpriced. Anthony Edwards, back-to-back really solid games for him. Um, I think he is definitely viable as well. He's been playing huge minutes and D'Lo had an awful, awful game, but his price had dropped a little bit. Um, I think he bounces back and a majority of the time probably plays like mid thirties minutes in the spot. So the main three I like for Minnesota, I think Patrick Beverly is a pretty safe play at five six. We should get around 30 minutes from him as long as he doesn't get in massive foul trouble or get ejected. And obviously they need him out there for defense. Now, Malik Beasley has played pretty consistent minutes. Um, my only issue with Beasley is he's relatively score independent, but 28 and 30 minutes in two really important games uh, for the Timberwolves. So if we're going to continue to get around 30 minutes in Beasley, he is viable for GPPs mcdaniels and vanderbilt kind of split the the four minutes uh mcdaniels did outperform vanderbilt last game however mcdaniels did have a little bit of game. i right? don't expect 15 7 2 3 and 1 last game i played him last game got lucky at one percent ownership but yeah don't expect that type of performance again however uh, i think you know both mcdaniels and vanderbilt are, are fine i think they both get you know low 20s minutes and then will play the backup five again He's not going to play alongside Kat, So Unless you think Cat gets in foul trouble, you can't really get to Nas Reed. On the Memphis side, Ja, 9.8K, um, does feel a little bit underpriced. Uh, ja had an okay game, but expect him to have, I expect him to bounce back a little bit in this one. I expect Memphis to bounce back as well. So uh, I like Ja quite a bit there. Um, the the mid range option, the mid range option, so to no one's surprise, Jaron Jackson Jr. Got massive foul trouble. Can we also talk about that, though? He had seven blocks in 24 minutes. At one point I saw, I think he had six or seven blocks in like 15 minutes. But, yeah, I mean, Triple J does have a ceiling if he can stay out of foul trouble. The question is, can he stay out of foul trouble? Bain, Brooks, both fair plays in the mid-range. Bullshit should play big minutes. Uh, Bain had a subpar game last game. I think I would lean Brooks, who's just a black hole and is going to shoot the ball a ton when he's out there. Uh, but they both look pretty similar. Um, Steven Adams, they did not close with him. They closed with Brandon Clark. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to happen again, but, I mean, Cat is a mobile big, so um, I guess Clark matches up a little bit better with him, so yeah, I don't think I can get to Adams. Don't play Tyus Jones. Don't play Melton. Don't play slow-mo, but Brandon Clark, I think, will be relatively popular. I'm not sure if they close them again, uh, but he did play 27 minutes, so um, if we get at least, you know, 20 minutes from Clark, I think he's a standout as a pretty solid value, a guy that's a decent point per minute guy. So I like Clark. I like that. He has that power forward eligibility. My only downside with Clark is I think he'll be pretty popular after that big, big game. All right. And finally, the Pelicans in the sun. So just like a broken record, I really like the Pelicans. Once again, I know there's blowout risk, but the main guys are just too cheap, right? You're going to see huge minutes from CJ and Ingram, right? They're going to play like 40 minutes. 43 minutes from CJ, he shot awful, 9 of 25, and went for 50 fancy points. And Brandon Ingram also played 39 minutes, did not shoot well, Uh, but these guys clearly have a ceiling. And Jonas Valanciunas shot awful, 7 of 21, and still went for 54 fancy points. Now, sure, right, he's not going to go for 25 rebounds again. That is definitely an outlier. But um, I like all three of the main Pelicans guys once again. The only thing you have to worry about really is the blowout. If this game's his competitive, I think all three look good. Um, again, with JV, I'm not really worried about his minutes because Phoenix is a traditional team with two centers. So, uh, you know, having one center out there at all times. So unlike the Clippers, where I was worried about his minutes, I'm not worried about his minutes here. I will say though, Larry Nance has played extremely well playing the backup five. So I think Nance continues to play close to 20 minutes and is a decent value play here. Um, I don't think he closes, but... Um, he's played extremely well, and he, he deserves those minutes. Other value options, I think Herb Jones is a safe value because of the amount of minutes he's going to play. However, again, he's more out there for his defense. He's not going to do a ton offensively. I'm not messing with the Graham Alvarado situation. I, you know, they went to Alvarado for a couple of games. Now they went back to Graham. I'm just, nah, just crossing him off, not dealing with that headache. One guy that I do like, though, quite a bit, is Trey Murphy at 3.4K. That's too cheap. They need shooting. Trey Murphy can provide that shooting. Don't be surprised if he starts to, uh, tomorrow night. I think Jackson Hayes, they got to boot him from the rotation. So I like Trey Murphy quite a bit. Um, I think he plays 25 or some minutes, maybe more. So I think he's a decent value play. The only downside with Murphy is he's pretty score independent. But again, the Pelicans need shooting. No one can hit a shot. So I think Murphy plays more in this game. Um, I like him quite a bit, only 3-4. And finally, the Phoenix Suns. So uh, the two main guards here feel too cheap in Booker and Paul. Now, I was all over Paul last night. Went for 64 feints Once Half the field faded him. Uh, Price had come up. I don't think it came up enough. I'm still very high in Paul. I think he's going to play mid-30s minutes. Obviously, he's a guy that has a high floor because he's, you know, going to probably get close to double-digit assist. Is a decent rebounder for a guard. So, I think he looks great. I like Booker, too. It's going to be interesting to see what the ownership is. Now, Booker will play a little bit more. He played 41 minutes um booker is a little bit of a lower floor he did have eight assists last game that's usually an outlier with chris paul lineup but if a lot of the field goes to chris paul i might be more inclined to go to a lower on booker so i'm curious to see what the ownership is going to come out to on these two phoenix guards um i like them both again paul a little bit of a higher floor obviously has a ceiling we saw it last game booker has a, a very high ceiling but a little bit of a lower floor than paul and then i like deandre eight too. So the issue with Aiden for majority of the year was he was kind of capped at around 30 minutes. Well, he played 34 last game. Um, so if we're going to get mid-30s minutes from Aiden. I think 7-2 does feel a little bit too cheap. Uh, the rest of the Suns, it's not a lot that stands out. I mean, Mikel Bridges is going to play huge minutes. He's kind of like a Herbert Jones-esque. going to play huge minutes. Not going to do a ton offensively. He's safe for the reason of he's probably playing close to 40 minutes. But don't expect a big... Every once in a while, you'll get like a 35 fantasy point game from Bridges. But... Usually more of an outlier. McGee is still a little bit too pricey. I need to see him back in that mid three K range or like high three K range before I can get to him four five. Just too too expensive. He is going to be super productive, but I can't pay four five for him. Uh, Cam Johnson at four four should play you know low twenties minutes at the bench. I think we're, we can probably get to better values. I would like to congratulate in advance, Jay Crowder going for 35 fancy points for tomorrow because I'm going to fade him and he's going to go absolutely off after what he did to me last game. So congratulations to Jay Crowder for smashing tomorrow night. Um, and then the rest of the Suns campaign 4 three. I mean, probably plays mid teens minutes. It's, I don't think we have to go there. Um, you did see a little bit of Tory Craig run at three, four, uh, but not enough for me to consider him. So, yeah guys, that's gonna wrap it up for the video. Again, if you have been doing if you have been enjoying the DFS content, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, notification bell. That stuff does help me out a ton and be on the lookout for my prize picks video as well. So thanks again, guys. Enjoyed the rest of your night, and I'll see you all in the next video.